postdoc transformation postdoc transformation postdoc transformation invest in your postdoc transformation welcome to the weekly show for scientists leaping into business in every episode we are happy to recommend employers of choice for you for your career transition, we offer customized career transition e-courses and memberships also at graduate schools all over the world, maybe yours too. And if your university isn't yet our customer, enroll in your free email course for career transition made simple as linked in the show notes. I'm your host, Professor Dr. Anna Sui Winkles, and let's build your postdoc transformation with this episode. What are the best reasons to come back to academia after you have thrived in business. Here's a throwback to 2008 when I left academia after my PhD in neuroscience. And for my personal reasons, you can go back to the episode two, where I share how I capitalized on my PhD as a mom, a professor, and a business owner. I remember vividly how I was grieving and how my mind was occupied with my near future because I chose to leap out of science and into business. Above all, I was anxious to give up my identity as a scientist, as someone who had been a scholar for, you know, more than half of the life. And maybe you are now at a similar junction, so to speak, where you can decide whether you want to stay in academia and go for a professorship or go after a professorship, or whether you say, no, it's a career roulette and you will leave academia just like me, 2008. So stay with me because I will share with you something that my mentor has also shared with me, but I was not able to listen. So make sure to save this episode for when you will need it later. Because there is also another type of audience, and that is someone who is from my business community, or some, not just one, who are on and off more often than not contemplating about coming back to academia. And um, I can totally understand this. I was you. I left academia. I was successful in business. And yes, I longed to become a professor, something that I started and did not finish. And I wanted to finish that. So in 2013, I think, I started lecturing at an applied university to, you know, gain back that feeling of teaching young and curious minds, the ones who want to change the future, who want to contribute to a better future. So hopefully this episode will give you a new perspective and some, you know, ammunition for your own reflections on whether you want to return to academia or not. So, usually, the way back to university is complicated without continuing research experience. So, unless you've done, you know, industry research that has a relevance for the academic setting at a university, 
you are probably not competitive anymore. But instead, your new or, you know, successful business experience qualifies you for a professorship at an applied university. And I don't know about you, but maybe you have some misconceptions or, you know, um, beliefs about a university versus an applied university. And I urge you to rethink it from a more, you know, thorough perspective because both university types have their own, you know, validation and their own reasons, depending on the type of students they tend to attract. Hey, do you need a well-paid job in business aligned with your vision of life as soon as possible? You don't have access to a supportive career guide at your graduate school? Then this is for you. I know that leaping out of science can be lengthy, full of misconceptions and scary without experience guidance. And maybe you already know how it feels to get rejections on non-academic job applications. So wouldn't it be comforting to have me by your side so that you can land your future-proof job? Imagine the feeling of getting job interview invites after you submitted a winning CV, cover letter and sustainably rock your LinkedIn. Do you want to become confident through my interview and contract negotiation rehearsal? With me, you can confidently fine-tune suitable roles, working conditions, benefits, and compensations. This postdoc transformer bundle is the first time that I ever offer it, and it grants you 24-7 access to the two e-courses, Career Transition into Business and Digital Personal Branding, that are usually exclusively offered at graduate schools. Now you can share all your job application material and questions, as many as you like, and I will answer via exclusive video lessons sent to you via email within 24 hours. So subscribe until you start your job and you don't need me as your career transition guide anymore. How would you feel to be able to worry-free pay all your running bills and reduce your student debts as you earn 60 to 125k annual salaries. Remember, every month without a well-paid job worsens your financial situation, so it takes longer to become financially stable. Also, receiving too many rejections for your job applications after your PhD will reduce your chances to get a job aligned with your vision of life. So, subscribe to your monthly postdoc transformation bundle for your guided career transition into business now. All right, so this being said, I want you to think about your own point of view. So what is your why? Why do you want to leave your current job, your professional experience, want to leap again, but now this time back into academia? Is it that you want to finish what you started? I mean, did you always want to become a professor and you had or you want to let, you know, um, you want to know whether you have what it takes to become a professor? Or is it more, something more than just about you? Do you want to give back to the future generations, so to speak, and 
um, share your own experience and your lessons so that the next generations don't have to go through everything like that. What will you win with a professorship? Will you gain statues? Will you gain intellectual freedom? Will you gain more sovereignty about your time? Or what is it that you will win? And conversely, what will or can you lose by becoming a professor? Remember, whatever you have established in your professional life might be, you know, subject to become less available for you. The work of a professor at an applied university is quite controllable. So once you have established which number or which modules you want to teach, then you will see how many groups you will have and how many people are in which, in which group. And then you already know how many exams you will have to prepare and how many of them you will have to read and review the colloquia, and etc., etc. So everything is quite controllable, forecastable per semester. And then you always have the semester breaks, which aren't really a break because then you also have to grade and to prepare the next semester. But essentially, with a bit routine, you will be, you know, having a controllable workload, which you can easily prepare and handle, I would say. One caveat is it's very easy to sound like a broken record. So how can you, you know, curate fresh ideas to your students and how can you yourself be inspired and, you know, stay inspired? But essentially, it's a purpose-driven job and it usually has a family-friendly schedule as the semester unfolds in parallel to school's term. And depending on the university, you will probably have daytime or even um, nighttime or even weekend modules. So that's quite easy to pick and choose something that will fit to your own family schedule. And did you know that I offer deep dive e-courses, workshops and memberships at graduate schools, maybe also at yours in the future? Ask your graduate school coordinator, whether they want to book my services so that I can deliver them to you 24-7, 365 on your mobile device. And now let's talk about the point of view of your future students. I have to say that they're probably not able to choose you, but you should think about them as your ideal customer avatar, so to speak, because you need to think about what you can bring to their table. Because obviously what makes you attractive in their eyes is your practical experience. You can and should be a role model for their social learning because they usually lack the practical experience or they do have practical experience, but they want to learn at the applied university to make the things better than they have currently experienced in their day jobs. So speaking of their day jobs, they're also interested in your connections, your network, your business connections, right? So um, another thing that they are interested is in gaining, you know, access to better jobs. 
So if you have all of these practical experience, you can be the role model. You have a network to share, and also you have some access to jobs. Then this will be highly valuable for your future students. You always have to ask yourself: Do you know what they need? So your future students need. Are you able and willing to relate to them, to inspire, and to lead them? Because whoever your student will be, they need and deserve a diverse faculty that represents them. Because you know what they see, they can also be right. And maybe now you're thinking. Well, how do I know who my potential students are, or what makes them so special, so to speak? Well, that depends on the point of view of a university of applied science, right? And now it's time to thank Company ABC, who sponsors this episode of the Postdoc Transformation Show. I would now be reading the company's answers to one of six bold questions, so that you can choose to apply. For example, number one: Describe your most valuable experts versus leaders in your company. Have they typically earned a doctor title? Or number two: For which of your company roles or units do you encourage somebody with a doctor title to apply? Number three: How would you describe your organizational culture in which your most valuable experts and leaders thrive in? To nominate an employer of choice so that we can ask our informative, bold questions, click on the link in the show notes. And now back to the postdoc transformation episode. And that's why this next chapter is about the point of view of a university of applied science. Well. They need professionally experienced faculty members who are intrinsically motivated, and you know, it is what it is. They want to attract faculty members who stay for a longer term, despite the fact that probably the salary is less, worse, compared to the business side. You know, it's like in corporate in the corporate world, you probably will have the opportunity to. Earn more money, and who am I to tell you that? Because you have been successful in business anyway, right? So, you will choose based on your own salary prospects whether you will, you know, be willing to to lose that or to you know, well, to sort of speak, um, pause that. So the salary is usually subject to negotiation, but usually. Um, applied universities don't have the budget, as they could, you know, to be competitive for you. But instead, most of my colleagues have an ancillary activity permit, which you need to negotiate before you sign the contract. So most of us have a side hustle, and either they it's a secret or it's not.、Uh, in my case, it's not a secret. And it's to compensate the financial losses as compared to our salaries in the corporate world that we had before we became or were appointed a professor at an applied university. And the requirements for an aspiring professor are quite high, right? So they usually have to be a PhD, and that means that's That's not so many people, right? And then they have to be successful, and the definition of successful varies. But usually, they look for leaders 
or at least experts who had a substantial amount of years, and that is usually、um, defined defined per per country, so to speak. And they also need to be, you know, to integrate into the faculty. And what does it mean? Well, they want high quality teaching abilities,、uh, and their teaching needs to be practice oriented. So not so much academic and theory driven, but instead it should be professionally supportive, so to speak. So with the goal of educating students, bachelor and also master students for their professional work life. So not so much for their scientific career、um, towards a PhD or so. And that last bit is very important because. From my experience, as someone who has served on the committee to appoint new professors, from my perspective, these lecturers tend to fail delivering a compelling, inspiring educational lecture when they aren't able to, you know. Pick up the students where they are and where they want to go. I mean, they have to be, you know, they have to guide them in a way that the students can use in their professional day-to-day -day jobs, right? So they're not so much interested in research, in academia, in in theories, and in scientific working. But instead, they need to be able to apply that. That's why it's called an applied university. They need to apply the lecture content to their professional challenges, and that's why it's so important that the faculty themselves are also, you know, experienced in professional corporate or as a founder, as an entrepreneur, that they are experienced. In these kind of daily hassles in business, and what I see also nowadays, so past the pandemic, more into the endemic, and、uh, with cost cutting, etc., and a change in the requirements of new professors at applied universities, that is something you know we need to be able to deliver our messages online as well. So yes, we still need to be someone who's inspiring, who's a thought leader in the classroom, but we also need to be able to convey that message online in a Zoom conference, in a video conference with WebEx or whatever it is. So we have to be able to lead in breakout sessions or whatever. So we need to to be able to utilize gamification because. Online attention is different, and the behavior of students is also different. And we're talking here about lecture durations of two or three more hours, so to speak, and that's hard for classrooms that are, you know, as big as in the hundreds. So that's not a monologue, but instead you have to be able to capture their attention and to guide them through the whole modules. So that they can take the lecture, the the exams. And once you have determined your readiness to leap, and you think, yes, this is the way forward. I want to transition into business or industries. Then you can, if you like, 
enroll in your free email course with 10 actionable, bingeable email lessons until you start your job in business. You'll get 10 emails that detail number one, how to leap out of signs, number two, how to build your sustainable LinkedIn profile, number three, how to read social media and network, number four, how to research your favorite jobs and employers, number five, how to do information interviews to get insights, number six, how to create your customized applications, number seven, how to prepare your thesis from a business point of view, Number eight, how to apply to your favorite employers. Number nine, how to choose the right job offer. And number 10, how to prepare for your new job. Woohoo! So taken together, the best reasons to come back to academia after you have thrived in business are your reasons. You need to start from your own point of view. And then if you are clear that you want to leap back so to speak i always i always say that it's boomeranging back if you want to boomerang back to academia then you need to know what your boundaries are what you are able and want to give to your future students and then you need to find an applied university that will accommodate best to your needs because remember you will be losing money on the table. You will leave money on the table, most probably. So make sure that you negotiate, you know, a package that will make you happy in the long run. And it's probably the case that money is, is not the, you know, incentive anymore because you have probably established yourself in business. Maybe you have already, you know, um, paid back all your dues and now it's more like you can do whatever you want, picking up the slack that you, you know, you left academia unfinished. And now it's time for yourself to, you know, be you, be the one, the person that you have become before you had to leave, maybe. And that's a whole different mindset, right? So remember when you were a PhD, or a postdoc even, you probably had the feeling of being, you know, subject to whatever the university would be offering to you and you would have to be thankful, right? But instead, now it's a different story altogether. These applied universities, they do want you. They need you. They need you for their students. Their students will be grateful for everything that you will offer. You now can choose what to give at your own terms. All right, this was a short episode. And if you do have more questions, make sure to DM me because I do coach individual aspiring professors. I don't have this service on my website because it's very individual driven and there's no e-course career transition preparation that I can standardize, so to speak. It's more a thing that I need to think of where you are and how I can support you. But I have years of experience as a professor at, a, at an applied university. So I was appointed in 2014 when I was pregnant in my seventh month with my first child. And at the same time, I negotiated this contract so that I can have my own business since then. 
So DM me if you need my services. But I wish you, nevertheless, all the right reasons for you to come back, boomerang back to academia after you have fired in business. And this is also a part of your postdoc transformation. So remember, you will manage your postdoc transformation if you invest strategically into your doctorate according to your vision of life. And that also extends to, you know, investing into your business and professional experience according to your vision of life. Because if you are very strategic with that, you can also check out the minimal requirements of business experience that you need to become appointed as a professor at an applied university. And once you have reached that, then you can apply to become a professor. And then you sort of don't have to waste a lot of years in business if your, you know, your plan was to become a professor at an applied university anyway. Hey, have you found this episode so far helpful for yourself? Well, maybe you can subscribe and also share this episode with your PhD bestie because that would encourage us to help the underprivileged, underrepresented and underserved early career scientists leaping into business. And now back to the show. Do you want the transcript of our episode and our episode sponsors answers to all six bold questions so that you can choose to apply? Do you want to nominate your employer of choice so that we can ask them our bold questions? For all of that, check out our clickable links in our show notes. And on our website, www.postdoctransformation.com, you can also check your readiness to leap into a business or enroll in our free email course, Career Transition Made Simple. Thanks for your attention. I'm Professor Dr. Elna Sui-Winkles, the host of your weekly Postdoc Transformation Show. Postdoc Transformation Postdoc Transformation Postdoc Transformation